Yeah. Hipsters. <laughs> now wait a hipster minute. Tell me if you feel it. We're fixing to fold our hands together. Time to get religious. Now let's get down to business. Be mindful in the spirit. But we get so ridiculous with our mindless politics in. No, no, I ain't finished. Tell me how you're living. Don't feel down the show promises to be so uplifting. No, you ain't seen it. But you can hear it. No need to fear it, folks. It's the hipster minute. And this is episode 24. 24. Hello. We've gotten past all 23 episodes and now we're here here on 24. I hope this 24th one is just as good as the rest. Actually, I hope it's better. It will be better. You know why? Because we always get off topic, but this week we're strictly talking about Jesus and God and everything. Everything. Getting off topic topic. is the topic. Yeah, Yeah, that's the topic. topic. Yeah. Um... But when we, last episode, when we talked at the outro, we said that well, since Christian's gone, we're kind of like replacing Christian. It's kind of hard to replace Christian, though, because Christian's... Yeah. He's the best. Yeah. Um, well, we have Becky Satterfields Becky here to replace. We said that the we had a girl replacing Christian, and she had previously been on the podcast. I did say that there has been one girl that's been on it twice. That was Savannah Sorrows, but I tried to trick you guys. But <laughs> 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 you. Now here is Becky Satterfields joining us on the 24th episode and permanently for the rest of her life. Hello. Go. Tell us about yourself. Yeah, what are you Becky? doing? Oh. Tell us about yourself. I'm Becky. Well, let's get right down into the main topic. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go. Thank you for your. Thank you for here. To the main segment. No, I'm sorry. Main topic. <laughs> So with today's, or tonight, whatever, whenever time you're listening to this, I don't care when you're listening to it, it could be at night time, but the segment for today slash tonight is God Talk, because we always get off topic, so I think this is smart. There is no getting off topic in this discussion. If we get off topic, we have successfully done this podcast correctly. Yeah, because if we get off topic, then we're getting on topic. True. Boom! That's like so, a, a mind bomb for you guys. <laughs> you did say you wanted to read something out of your Jesus Calling book. I'm gonna go yes, ahead and let if you, read you that. guys don't know what a Jesus Calling book is, it is a daily devotional, 360 days a year. 60? Not 65? Plus 5. Plus 5. There's an extra 5 days of the year. Oh, okay. As a b- added bonus. What if it's bonus. leap year? What? What if it's leap year? Then you just skip a day. Yeah, you just skip a day. <laughs> or... You might want to take... I don't know. You might want to... You can add in your own pages, honestly. It, it just won't be as good because, I mean, this is kind of made... You know, this is designed specifically for purpose. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Jesus Calling is a devotional that is in the point of view of Jesus talking to you. Um, You know, from, you know, in the point of view of Jesus talking to you. Yeah. And it's really, really good. Um, Every single day, there's a new... Um, devotional and there's like there's like the the scriptures at the uh, bottom so you can see where they got it um, and so yeah I'm just gonna read the one for today which today is October first actually probably not it, I mean, it when is when, when you're watching it, it it'll be like when you're listening to this it'll be like October like fifteenth fifth just kidding I was just kidding it's actually gonna be fifth 
Um, October. Okay, so the thing for October, like, it has a new thing for month. The verse for October is Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. That is the verse for October. And for October 1st, this is the devotional that Jesus has given us this day. Worship me only. I am King of kings and Lord of lords, dwelling in unapproachable light. I am taking care of you. I am not only committed to I'm not mm, I am not only committed to caring for you, but I am ab- but I am also absolutely capable of doing so. Rest in me, my weary run one. Sorry, my weary, my weary one. That was kind of weird. For this is a form of worship, though self. Okay, I don't really know what that word is. I think it's flagellation, actually. Through self-flagellation has gone out of style. Many of my children drive themselves like racehorses. They whip themselves into action, ignoring how exhausted they are. They forget that I am sovereign and that my ways are higher than theirs. Underneath their driven service, they may secretly resent me as a harsh taskmaker. Taskmaster, I'm sorry. Um, Their worship of me is lukewarm because I am no longer their first love. My invitation never changes. Come to me, all you who are weary, and I will give you rest. Worship me by resting peacefully in my presence. I like that. <clears throat> take yeah. a breath. Take a breath. Take a few breaths. No, yeah, because I was like, I don't know. I stutter against words. It's pretty crazy, but it's okay. But yeah, breathe. That's for breathe. Breathe <sighs> with the breath that God has breathed into you. And That's you're right. Born. That's right. My ways are higher than theirs. God's ways are higher than ours, and this is um, about worshiping God only and just resting in God. You know. Resting, resting in his, in resting in his peace, not forgetting that we find our peace and we find our rest in God. Is, isn't it kind of weird that like the Bible says that we find our rest in God, but yet it also says that as Christians we're going to be faced with a lot of things. So we're going to be we're going to have peace when we rest in God, but yet there's also going to be a lot of unpeaceful things that happen walking the Christian life. Mm-hmm. But we can take peace. From God True. in like, those hard times. Like we were talking with PT today, kind of like uh, we were talking about the, the book we're reading together, The Don't Waste Your Life by John Piper. Mm. It says in there that um, that there is... Let me open this up. Hold up. I'm going to use this real fast. Oh, uh, yeah. I believe it says something about... about uh, Was it being used? We're talking about being used? Yeah, like, yeah sometimes people will think of God's they're like us being made for God us being made but, for God is but like in the end we're not actually being used because what we're getting is eternal life from God mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so like right now it may say that when we find our peace like when we rest in God we will be we'll find our peace in him but like that that's like that's to come you know what I'm saying like right now the walk that we're walking in the Christian life it's not going to be easy it's not going to be stress-free like it's going to be we're going to face a lot of challenges and difficulties yeah and hurdles that we're going to trip over like football players do. But see, that's what we're going to do. Like, that's, yeah. those are just things that's yep. going to happen. <coughs> yeah, one of the things, like, it was saying that, like, um, we are made for God. We are made um, for God's glory. Um, and then that's where it was coming into play. Like, some people think that that's, um, you know, I'm being used for God's glory. But, I mean, it's it's not being used. It's not being used. It, it's, it, um, I don't know how to describe it. Aren't those people that say that they're kind of being selfish in a way? Because yeah. like, Jesus died for them. Yeah. 
So, like, they wouldn't die for anyone else. I can guarantee they wouldn't even die for God because yeah. those people mm-hmm. that are saying that, they feel like they're being used, but yet... They want they want something out of it. Is that uh, One of the other things that was in the book, um, Don't Waste Your Life, was... Um, is it... Uh, what was it? I'm going to go look through here. Um, um, was it after... Um, you take forever. Dude, I know. Okay, okay, here it is. Here's Does being loved mean being made much of? And I think that has a lot of things. They're wanting to be made much of. They want they want themselves to be made high. They want themselves to be made They, they want know, themselves big. to be glorified. When, yeah, what it says in the Word is that we're supposed to glorify Him. Like, yeah. it says that we are most glorified. No, no, are, no. He is most, he is glorified. most glorified when we are, we are most, most satisfied, satisfied in Him. That's right. And so, like, we're not supposed to be glorifying ourselves. We're supposed to be glorifying him and being satisfied in him. And it's kind of like the episode when you were in here, Becky or Rebecca Satterfields or Sutterfield, whatever you want to call yourself. <laughs> um, when we talk about satisfaction is because like we try to find satisfaction in earthly things, but yet that's not... Shut up, dude. Can you hear that? Do you think they can hear that clock? What do you mean? That's just birds that are oh, yeah, outside yeah, right. in, in God's beautiful earth. We're recording outside. That's what it is. That's Yeah, we're recording yeah. outside. Say hello to the birds, everybody. It's a pretty day. Yep. Which, okay... Off topic. This is great. <laughs> it's actually not off topic. Yeah, it's actually not off topic because okay. So every time I, I see birds in the air, every time I see birds at all, I've I've come to the the point where like every time I see birds, I think of the verse in the Bible. Uh, notice how you know God has taken care of the birds of the air. How He has like provided for the birds. Well, yeah. How much yeah. more would He take care of His children? Like every time I see birds now, I'm like, notice the birds of the air. I'm like. Yeah. 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 That's still right. gonna anyway, so that was creepy. just, you know, quick uh quick little bit about there. Okay, you can go ahead and continue with the conversation you were gonna say. What I was gonna say? Yeah. Like people think that earthly things are gonna satisfy him, but like even in John Piper's book that I just quoted, like legit just quoted, we all just quoted it actually, that yeah. he is most glorified in us when we're most satisfied in him. So we have mm. to be satisfied in God, we can't find satisfaction in this little junk that we have in this world, like Ezra's mindless chatter, where he talks about junk world. Yeah. That's actually what this world is right now, what it's that's, come to. That's right. You just can't see it because you've been living in it so long that it just looks like decent paradise. It looks, decent. It looks, yeah. par- it looks like paradise. You're like, I want a mansion. Well, that mansion is actually trash. All it's right, a, it's a piece of trash that you're living in. So you live. It in even a says in the Bible that without God. You know, you may think you have all the riches of the world. You know, you think you may be rich. You think maybe wealthy because you have all the riches of the world. But in fact, you are naked. You are hungry. You are lost. Pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. naked. I just preached on that verse. I know. Anthony (laughs) preached over that. Yeah, I did. But even with all the world's treasures, if you do not have God, you are just, you are pitiful and poor and naked and you don't know it. Because you've been living like that for so long, it's become the normal. Like that verse says, it says that um, we are blind. It says pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. Blind, I, I take that one out of all those four descriptions because like, we think that everything's good. We think that everything's good, but yet... We're like blind, kind of like that. In my in my message, I had that football video where that dude just came out of nowhere and yes. yeah. hit the dude, and the dude landed and like didn't that's even funny. know he was coming. It was in his blind spot. Like that's what we are. We are that defender because all these earthly things come up to us, and then like in the end, it's just gonna hit us. We're gonna be like, dude, we're idiots. Why did we not follow God in the beginning? Because we're we're dumb. Humans well, are dumb. Well, I don't know about dumb. We're well, just uneducated we're, in the ways that God, you know, of God's ways. Yes, because His ways are not are. 
not our ways. I think that's what it's <laughs> his ways. <laughs> his ways are not our ways. Okay. So since we're his ways are higher than our ways. I'm sorry. I'm like. Since we're not getting off topic, but we're kind of getting off topic, then what do you want to talk about? Just throwing you know, the topics out there. I really liked your your message. My message on Wednesday. You know, I like my message too. Christians. Thanks. <laughs> No, thank you. I actually that really liked it. hit me hard, honestly. It did. You knew it was coming before I even got up there and started preaching. Uh, you're the one that I you talked know? to you about it before. I was like, I kind of like preaching about to this. Me. Well, you know, I was talking to Becky Satterfield <laughs> about all of this before. There was some stuff going down, and I was like, you know what, people in you. Oh yes, yes, yes. I remember like, that. Like me. Yeah, like you. You need it. Definitely oh, you. Yeah, true. But I, I mean, I need it I too. I think so everybody like, needs it. Honestly, everyone needs everyone it. Everyone has different areas in their life where they are lukewarm you're not just i mean some people are 100 uh-huh. percent lukewarm some people you know you could be like i don't know i think there are some areas when when everybody can be lukewarm think, think of it this areas. way though like when people when, I, when we say that everyone's like that and everyone needs it people are going to ask them what's the point of preaching if we can't change and we, you know i i think of it this way because like that letter that jesus wrote to the church in laodicea in revelation 3 he's actually referring to the church in laodicea and the church in laodicea all of them were lukewarm, lukewarm Christians. They all claimed to be Christians, but didn't actually love God. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, like, if you're saying that we all needed to hear that message and we're all lukewarm Christians, I mean, uh, so some of the actions that we do can sh- can show that we're lukewarm Christians. But, like, when it comes down to it, when it, like, boils down to, like, how we actually feel, we may not be lukewarm Christians. We may be, mm-hmm. like, we may be actually on fire for God. We just don't show it all the time. That's mm-hmm. what we need to do. We need to bring that out in the inward stuff outward and we need to yeah. show people that we love god and definitely one of the things that i'm realizing and like i've realized this from the beginning i just haven't realized it realized it is that it's not easy it's, it's not easy it's well, not easy man. Well, like like listen to this description when they say that we're on fire for god like do you ever like just, like take that into consideration like on fire for god what i think of it is like what is a fire a fire is super bright Mm-hmm. Super bright. And then when people pray, I've heard people pray about this. I pray about this where it says, let me be the light in the dark world. Mm. So when we're on fire for God, we're going out there and we're shining our light, shining Jesus through us to other people that don't know him. Yeah. And like even in the Bible, it says that, I don't know where it's at, but it says that the uh, the people that are walking in darkness, they don't know that they're walking in darkness because they trip and stumble over things because they can't see where they're going because they're mm-hmm. blind to it. And yeah. so what we have to do is we have to be that light that Jesus has called us to be. Mm-hmm. We have to be on fire for God to do that so he can shine through us and we have to lighten up their pathway so they know what they're doing and know where yeah. to go. And I know that like this is kind of like me. Um, and I know that it, it like it's big on us, but it's not all on us and i know that that was like something that i had trouble with like i was like dude okay i gotta go and i gotta be the light and if, you know i gotta do this and you know okay Salt so here's what light. i have to do i have to go to this person or you know go to this person not exactly like specifically but i gotta go to people and i have to be like you know i have to do this specifically and i have to you know do this and i really just like felt like it was all on me like kind of like I have to, you know, I have to hold this up and be this person, you know, I have to hold this up, but it's not really all on us. I mean, yes, we're like called to be disciples, but it's like, it's not your, it's not your position to save people. Like, that's the thing is because people think that if they, if they try to talk to someone and they don't, they don't follow Jesus after that, the people that they talk to, they don't follow Jesus. They think they failed. Yeah. But you're doing your job if you just go like plant that seed in them and you just Mm -hmm. say something, even if they don't turn their hearts 
towards God in that instance, you've done your job. If they fail in the end, that's not your fault. That's not on you. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, like some people at my school, um, I don't know. They're interesting characters. They they really are. Oh, they, school kids. Some of them, I don't know how to explain it. Like like they, they will um, accept. Like if you talk about like God, they will accept the fact um, that you're talking. You know, they will accept the fact and they'll go along with the conversations of God. But it's obvious that they're not Christians and that they don't really believe per se. It's, yeah. it's interesting. Like, like they'll go along with the conversations and everything and they'll go along with it normally. But then it's kind of like, I don't know. It's weird. Um, I have this kid in my fourth hour and I've, I've had some opportunities to, you know, say things about God. And I mean, I don't know. It's, it seems like a very good opportunity to, to, to bring God into his life, you know? And sometimes when I talk about God, like, he'll just go with it normally like like kind of like he does believe you know but then there'll be you know he, it's kind of obvious that he K- kids these days you know. they try to do anything they can to fit in though so if you see them saying oh yeah i love god and well no I, it's not that he says that it's just like he'll go along with conversations like you know not really like i don't know he'll be accepting of the does, fact does that god act, exists he'll he, be accepting of the fact that god exists and he'll be accepting of the fact that you know jesus loves him but then I don't know. They just don't take it to heart, I, he just, I think. He just doesn't live out the Christian life. I just don't think they take it to heart, like what it really means that Jesus loves him, like yeah. what it really means for God to like exist and for God to love him. I don't think he takes it to heart, but I think he accepts the fact. You know, I don't know. Speaking of it, PT hates this. We just talked to him about it. PT hates it. But like, uh, you guys are listening to this on Tuesday, so obviously this has already been done. On Saturday, <laughs> which is today, I haven't actually done it yet, but Saturday night... Uh, me, Rebecca, a couple of friends, not Ezra because he's a wimp. I'm a scaredy poor cat. Guy. I am but a scared. Why do you say poor guy every single time? Because you're scared of it. I am a scaredy cat. We, I feel we, bad that you're so scared about I it. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> we went to God's church and went to the nightmare. And like the thing is with the nightmare, it, it really shows you like when you get to the last room and it shows you that Jesus is beaten and he's nailed on the cross and Jesus is hanging on the cross and like, see what, what he went through for us. Like, mm-hmm. do you think you really think he wanted to go through that? No human wants to do yeah. that. Yeah. And he, it was saying like, even in the, like in the Bible, God. Yeah, it says in the Bible, like he like begged God to find a different way exactly. to do it. And he was, he was so nervous that like he was bleed, like sweating blood. Like he did that, not want to do it. Yeah. That's the thing is like going through that nightmare, like, it made me realize that he went through so much for us. Mm-hmm. So much. Maybe that guy in your fourth hour, was it? In your fourth yeah, hour? Yeah, fourth hour. He just doesn't know what Jesus went through. So when you say Jesus loves him, he might accept the fact, but he doesn't know that what Jesus did for him. Yeah. And so, like Sam, Sam just walking up to someone and be like, hey, yo, this person loves you. Oh, yeah, okay. That's cool. I'm glad he loves me. I mean, I'm not saying I love him back. I'm glad he yeah. loves me. But if you see what Jesus did for you on that cross mm. 2,000 years ago, yeah, you will come to the realization that you love him too for what he did. Yeah. If you don't love Jesus for what he did for you, your heart is cold. Yeah. You have a cold heart. You're not on fire for God. You're not even a lukewarm Christian in that instance. Yeah. Yeah. But some people, like, I don't know. I honestly don't understand it. There were people even in the Bible that, like, and I actually read about this. Um, it was actually in the Jesus Calling. Like it was down at the bottom, one of the uh, scriptures. It it was like um, I think it was John in John, I believe. Um, 
But in like somewhere in like John, I think it was John. I don't know. But okay, let's just say somewhere in the Bible, um, <laughs> he was talking to these this group of people, and um, I can't like tell you exactly what it says. I wish I had my Bible right now because that would have been a lot better. But um, he was talking about, like to these people, and the basic kind of thing of it was um, was that they thought that they loved Jesus, you know. But he was like, you know, you don't accept me, and so you don't accept the Father. Um, if you don't love me, then you don't love the Father, and you, you know, you're in fact um, a child of the devil, who is, you know, the father of lies. Um, where was I going with this? Hold on, I was going somewhere. You mean it kind of is? It, is it around the, the scripture? I believe this is in John as well. I'm not sure. I preached on this. I, I mentioned this verse in my my sermon where it says that Jesus says that. If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. And then it goes on so. about that. I think so, yeah. And so, like, <laughs> the thing is, is this human died for us on the cross. Yeah. This human died for us. Like, oh, okay, oh I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, now I know what I was going to say. Like, like, yeah, some people, even, even when presented with the truth, even when presented, like, with the truth, because they were presented with the truth that God, you know, that Jesus was who He says He was, and all of this, and yet they insisted that He was possessed by a demon, even when He was like, you know, He even when I don't know, it was pretty obvious that He wasn't possessed by a demon. But I mean, they were just so turned but away demons, that they were like, "Dude, we now we know." Like they were like, "Now we know for sure that you are possessed by a demon." Well, here's the thing: is like demons don't do miraculous works like Jesus did, though. They they yeah. do works for the devil, and like it even says in the Bible that anything the devil does is a lie. Anything the devil says to you is a lie. Mm-hmm. And so, like we were talking about, like that good or God book that's sitting right there by John Bevere. Like what good what John Bevere preached on is like the the, the devil can be deceitful. He can be deceiving, mm-hmm. and we'll think it's good, but what he's doing is he's lying to us. Yeah. And so why would they claim that Jesus was a demon when he's performing miraculous works? He's healing people. I he's know, making yeah. them whole, and using them for the glory of God. Yeah. I don't think the devil would do that because. Right then and that, right then and there, Jesus is telling people that God exists, mm-hmm. but the devil wouldn't do that. He would try to deface mm-hmm. God. Yeah, some people are just so blinded, though. Like even whenever, like in the Bible, whenever Jesus was t- like casting out a demon, they yeah. even when he was casting out demons, they said that he was possessed by the prince of demons. That's weird. I don't. That's that's pretty and weird. He told him, you know, and and actually. For y'all that love Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> for y'all that love, I do, I love Abraham Lincoln. For y'all that love Abraham Lincoln, Jesus Jesus said it first, a house divided against itself itself cannot stand. Jesus said it first, and that's when he said it, is because if he was casting out demons while he was possessed in a demon, it's, you know, a house uh, divided against itself cannot stand, and it would just yeah. destroy, you know, destroy everything. But, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, like... There's so much. There's so much to talk about. Dude, there is so much to talk about. With every like thing we say, there's like two uh, two or three paths to go on and like if we go down one of those paths, like two or three more paths start, you know, there's just so much we could well, go down. Know, but I was like a tree. I was fixing to like a tree. I was fixing to say something, but I forgot what I was gonna say. Like I hate when that happens. Like <laughs> I was yeah. fixing to say something really good too, but it'll probably come I'm back sorry. to me here in a little bit. So you guys just keep talking about what you were talking about. Maybe it'll come. I was back gonna to say head. something earlier. It was something about I can't remember what exactly you were saying, but um, when you're like at school, and yeah, that kid you said um, he was accepting maybe, of the fact. That maybe he just didn't 
like he fit he's just, just trying to fit in with people that's when you as a faithful christian need to go out and prove him wrong like you don't you don't have to be like everybody oh, else yeah it's okay to show that you're a christian it's okay to do yeah. all that i was actually talking to my friends about this a couple of weeks ago and he we were talking and he actually was in tears about this because he was telling me that like he realizes he's doing things wrong Mm -hmm. and he says he doesn't want to change though and he claims to love god and he claims to be a christian but the thing is is if you claim to love god and claim to be a christian then your life's not yours anymore Mm -hmm. yeah you don't get to choose what you do with your life anymore because you're following god's will so if you're not doing things that's god's will then you're not living out your christian life yeah yeah change is for the better when it's for god because but humans don't like change but I, I I know I know I know, and I can I can understand how that how we would not want to change. Yeah. I honestly can. But I can honestly also say that changing is for the better when it comes to God because. But but why don't humans like change though? Because listen to this. Like, do you think a a person nowadays would listen to '90s music and still enjoy it? Like some people would not enjoy that stuff. Mm. I mean, I get that some people would. I'm not bashing '90s music, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just saying. Some people have changed from liking mm-hmm. the 90s music to liking the 2000s music and the popular music, today's hit, 2016 music. People have changed their clothing styles. People have changed everything. Their cell phones. We got an iPhone 7 out already. I iPhone 7. Crazy. Change. Change is normal. But people, when it comes to like thinking about changing my life for Christ... They're being selfish. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing because they want to change and get all this popular stuff and they want to fit in. But change is what you need to do for Christ because Christ, he changed his life. Yeah. He changed his life completely yeah. because... He was in heaven as, you know, he was living in heaven eternally and he changed his life to come to earth as a human. And go through pain and, and I've actually, I've actually heard this before. What, like, it's kind of like um, us becoming... Um, not totally, but it kind of is honestly like us becoming, um, a dog. Let's say that like living the life of a dog for, you know, a whole generation. Like, would you, um, would you do that? Would you become, you know, would you live in the life of a dog for, you know, thing? Cause like we have so much we can do as humans. Animals can't do that much. I mean, plain to say us as humans. Yeah, us as humans, we can do so, 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 so much. But animals, I mean, dogs don't have opposable thumbs. They can't, well, actually some can, but no. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but um, seriously, dogs have so little power, so little use compared to us humans. And that's kind of how it was with Jesus. Like, he lived in heaven eternally, as you know, as an immortal, um, you know, the son of God. And then he came to earth as humans. And that is an extreme change, I will tell you. I remember what I was going to say earlier. Tell me. Okay, so you know how the world is changing. Like the world yeah. is changing completely. They're trying to push yes. Christianity mm-hmm. out of the world completely. Like they're trying to get rid of it. Like America right now, they're trying to like get off this Christian-based country. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to make it like where uh, you can believe in science and science is correct and evolution. Yeah. This all happened. Let's just believe like this it, stuff and all these other religions. Teaches us about evolution at school exactly and like i I plan on a few weeks maybe having like a a podcast episode over religion in school because Mm -hmm. we really need to talk about that yeah and like the thing is though is if that's true is there really a need for an antichrist if we're pushing christianity out of the world is there a need for an antichrist to come in here and say that he's god 
if they're already pushing Christianity out, what's the point of having a guy come in here and claiming that he's the Christ? Wouldn't the Antichrist be pushing it out? But no, but he's claiming that he is the Christ. If he's claiming that he's the Christ and he's the Messiah coming down here and trying to deceive everyone, if they've already pushed Christianity out, what's the point of him coming in here? That makes sense. I don't know. I don't know. Do you understand what I'm saying, though? Yeah. 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 And, like, that, that stuff confuses me, but maybe, this is what I'm getting at, though, is, like, maybe it's not pushed out completely yet. Yeah. I, and I'm not, I'm not a prophetic dude, I'm not like that, yeah. I don't know anything like that, but maybe, maybe the Antichrist is walking upon us right now, but we don't know it. Yeah, we, yeah. I agree. He could be born right now, and learning all this stuff in school right now, no one knows he's the Antichrist. But as soon as the moment hits before Christianity is completely pushed out of the world, he steps in and claims to be the Messiah, brings everyone's attention to him, mm-hmm. thinks he's the Christ. They're all like, oh yeah, Christianity's real again. Okay, let's follow this guy just because we've seen him. Seeing is believing, you know? Yeah. No. Because this guy's going to deceive you. Mm-hmm. This guy's going to deceive you. Yeah. And that's what scares me because everyone nowadays, they're like, no, Christianity's dumb. It's not even true. It's a religion that's been around for like over 2,000 years. No one needs to know it anymore. We can just push it out and get on with our lives and create something new. No. It's dumb because this Antichrist is going to bring all those people back to believing, but they're going to be believing the false truth. Yeah. And then that brings them downhill. It's going to be pretty crazy. But, but... We have to trust in God, put our trust fully in God that he knows what he's doing. Because it even says, like, I think um, yesterday in the Jesus Calling, which I thought was really good. Um, I'm just going to read the one for yesterday because it was really good. I am perpetually with you, taking care of you. This is the most important fact of your existence. I am not limited by time or space. My presence is with you. My presence with you is a forever promise. You need not fear the future, for I am already there. When you make the quantum leap into eternity, you will find me awaiting you in heaven. Your future is in my hands. I release it to you day by day, moment by moment. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. I want you to live this day abundantly, seeing all there is to see, doing all there is to do. Don't be distracted by future concerns. Leave them to me. Each day of life is a glorious gift, but so few people know how to live within the confines of today. Much of their energy much of their energy for abundant living spills over into the timeline into tomorrow's worries and or past regrets. Uh, their remaining energy is sufficient only for limping through the day, not for living it to the full. I am training you to keep your focus on my presence in the present. This is how to receive abundant life, which flows freely, freely. I'm sorry, <laughs> freely from my throne of grace. And I mean that just, I mean that helps us to see that God is in the future already. Like He is doing everything for us in the future, at this moment, right now. God is in the future at this moment, you know, making everything work for our good. And we don't have to work. Like, I'm not I'm not saying we, we shouldn't talk about it because, you know, it's cool that, you know, we it's good to talk about it. But, like, we shouldn't worry about the future concerns because God is already there. Like, in that moment that everybody, you know, in the moment that, and the, that the Antichrist is, you know, revealing himself, herself, whatever it is, God's already there in that moment right now. He's already there in that. He's already he's already right there in that moment, making everything work out for the good. 
He's and so omnipresent. He's God. omnipresent, and he's making everything work out. We need to trust in him because, I mean, he's he's got us in his hands. So, you know, I kind of wanted to. Uh, I don't actually my sparkling gems books right there. It's a devotion that I've been reading too, but I'm not going to actually get right down into that yet. I'm not going to bring that over here, but I'm going to read a little thing that I'm going to try to like memorize. I memorized it kind of sort of, and I want to kind of just like tell you this because I read this the other day and it blew my mind. It said that, uh, there was this guy that, uh, him and his wife were in this hotel cause they were staying somewhere like they were out of town. They were in a different state and they were in a hotel and she was going to go out to this like fancy restaurant or something like that. And like mm-hmm. with her friends, and he really wanted to go to uh, catch up with some of his other friends too, because they were down there to go see some of their friends. But he felt the Holy Spirit tugging on him, telling him not to go, mm-hmm. telling him it wasn't safe. And he just kind of blew it off. He was like, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and go because it's gonna be a good time. I just want to see my friends. And so he went. And when he got back to the hotel, the hotel was destroyed. Everything wow. was gone. Like the, some dude broke in and stole all their jewelry and everything. Oh my word. And so the Holy Spirit right then in that moment was telling them, no, you're, you're not. You're not supposed to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, they're warning them. Like, I was talking to my dad about this the other day, too. Actually, just like earlier before we started recording, I was telling him about that, that Sparkling Gems Devotion Day. And, like, there are people out there that, like, at the 9-11, the 9-11 mm-hmm. thing, there are people that worked at the, the Twin Towers and they felt God telling them not to go. Mm-hmm. not to go that day and that day was september 11th 2001 when yep. those planes crashed in and so the holy spirit right then was telling them no something's going to happen you need to stay home yeah and if those people didn't listen and tried to go god would cause something dramatic to happen yeah kind of like that story in the bible about um how if they looked back at their city then they would turn into salt yeah exactly. yeah, yeah with lot's wife right yeah but like I also my dad was telling me that there was this moment where like people were in the the twin towers and right before it happened like they just vanished from the twin towers. Wow. They were gone. Wow. They were in a different spot away from all the damage. So That's God crazy. saved their life. Mhm. But that brings us to the question like why didn't he save everyone's life? Yeah. And I kind of have an answer for that because I remember the story of, I don't remember who it was, but he had lost a sheep. Oh, yeah. He left those sheep to go find that one mm-hmm. sheep. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. left all the other ones behind because he wanted that one sheep. Mm-hmm. Jesus, God's not going to take everyone out of that position because then that's going to be like, dude, what's up? Who is this yeah. guy that's doing this? This is like a miraculous thing. God doesn't want to force himself upon anyone. Yeah. So he's going to take those one those one, two, three hundred people yeah. and leave the rest there because he wants to go find these people and do great things with their life. Yeah. And so that doesn't, that doesn't make God any, any it doesn't make, it doesn't down God any, any at all because yeah. like he's doing things for a reason. People will be like, dude, why didn't he save my life? Like they'll mm-hmm. question God, mm-hmm. but he did it for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. God knows everything that he's going to do. He already knows what he's going to do. And he's going to bring everything to people's, you know, for your good. He's going to bring it to your good. Very true. Do you guys have anything else to say before we wrap this main topic, off topic, topic up? Yeah. What do you want to say? Well, okay. So, um, when in the book, um, don't waste your life, uh, there was a part in it when it was saying, um, the don't, you know, the people who felt used, 
um, and we were made to glorify God. You know, we were made to bring glorification to God. Um, I kind of, I don't know if this is like totally 100% accurate for this, but I'm kind of thinking, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if this is 100% accurate, but Anthony, you have good friends, right? Like, I mean, like me, but like, and other friends other than yeah. Rebecca, you guys said you have good friends, <laughs> yeah. right? We're you his only have, friends, like, friends. Well, that's sad. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're my only friend. Bless you. Excuse me, my goodness. Okay. Do you like to make your friends happy, Anthony? Yes, yes, I do. Do you like to make your friends happy? Yes, yes, Why? I do. Why? Why? Just because even in the Bible it says, do unto others as you would want them to mm-hmm. do unto you. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not Go saying that I want I want them to, to uh, do the same thing back to me, but, like, mm-hmm. that's, if, if, if I were in their shoes, I would want. Yeah. That to happen to me too. I'm not asking them to do it to me, but that's what yeah. I would want. Also, yeah. seeing people happy makes me happy. Like I like to make my friends happy because their happiness is my happiness. True. 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 And I was just kind of thinking, like that might be not the same thing. I might be going crazy, uh, just weird with like weird connections. But I was kind of thinking maybe that would we be like, we like you know uh, making God glorif- glorified, magnified, not bigger than He really is, but like as you know glorifying him uh, as he really is i'm mixing up my words this is like like because god is our best friend he's also yeah. our father but he's also our best friend so if we yeah. want to make him happy yeah mm-hmm. we want to do everything for the glory of him so he's happy mm-hmm. and i think that, that that kind of fits in with like fearing god in a way i, I kind of think mm-hmm. that's like fearing god people say why why do we have to be scared of god like why are we supposed to be scared of god and it's not necessarily being scared of god it's kind of like Doing things in respect of God, mm. yeah, because you respect Him. Because fear of God is being in awe in of God, awe of God yeah. which is respect. It's kind of like respect, yeah, like that. I find that so so amazing mm-hmm. that that we we can't we can't we can't measure up to what Jesus or God has done for us. Like there's nothing we can do that can measure up to that. Yeah, and yet He still lets us into His kingdom because mm-hmm. He loves us. He loves us so much. So much. Exactly. Well, this has been God Talk. All kinds of different conversations going on. We should do this make like maybe once every ten episodes because I like this. Because this is we good, just yeah. Just get like off good topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're supposed to get well, off topic. Yeah, true. true. Off topic, but on topic. The next one's going to be called Off Topic. I like that. I like that. All right. All right. So, man, thank you for listening to this main topic. We're going to get right down to the segments. We got Grammar Nazi. We got Mindless Chatter. And we got the Hunger Games Simulator. Ooh. guys. You're not as good as Christian. No. No. Not really. I guess not. So let's get right into Drop the grammar Nazi. Away. I love you. This is the grammar. Nazi. Segment. Welcome to the Grammar Nazi segment on the 24th episode of the Hipster Minute Podcast. My name is Anthony, always will be. That's not going to change. Let's hit up this next song. This song is a pretty old song. I actually didn't know it even existed. I had to look it up and I was like, that's a song? That's crazy, so I'm going to use it. 
This song is by Leonard Skinnerd, and you know Leonard Skinnerd, he's a really good. The band's a really good band. They're personally one of my favorite like rock bands, but this song just kind of hit me. You know, I was like, maybe I should change my perspective on my favorite rock bands because I don't think they know their grammar very well. So I'm just going to show you why this song is grammatically incorrect. You should be able to figure it out on your own. If you figured it out on your own, good job. I'm proud of you. You're learning. All right. So here's this song. Check it out. You know, honestly, I don't know if I remember covering this or not, but double negatives just don't work. So the name of this song is Don't Ask Me No Questions. So if Leonard Skinner, the band Leonard Skinner comes up to you and tells you that, ask him a question because that's what they want. That's what they want from you. They want you to ask him a question. Don't ask me no questions. So it means no questions. He doesn't want you to ask you no questions. He wants you to ask him some questions. So go ahead and ask him some questions. He'll love it. And then, like, just in that entire first chorus, like, that, there's a lot of double negatives in there, and I really don't have time to cover them all because this is a short segment. And so I'm just going to get right on to how I perform this song at my concerts. Because, yes, I do have concerts, and I perform every song that I've critiqued on the Grammar Nazi segment. So this is Leonard Skinnerd, Don't Ask Me No Questions, cover by Anthony, except the new title is Don't Ask Me Any Questions. Check it out. Don't ask me any questions. Don't ask me any lies. Don't ask me. Any questions? Won't tell you any lies. Walk on. Welcome to the Mindless Chatter segment. Ezra, welcome. (laughs) Are you okay? No. You're not. No. Well, this is going to be an interesting Mindless Chatter, isn't it? Probably. Probably. I don't even know what I'm doing. You don't know what you're doing? You yes, never I, know what you're doing. I know. I know what I'm going to do, but I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I know what I'm going to do. But I so, also do you think we should start do. it out with this, or do you think we end it with this? We should end, with, end it with this. We're going to start out with it. No, we're going to end with it. We should probably end We're going to start out with Siri, actually. We should We should save the best for last. So, we're going to start out with Siri. Yes. Let's ask Siri some... Ask! Ask! Siri some Hold questions. On. Questions. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. He missed it. He missed it. Do it again. I can't. I can't (laughs) make myself burp on contact. But what we're going to be doing is we're going to be asking. Did you say on contact? I can't. That was. Sorry, I missed that. 
No, you missed that too. Rebecca burped too, and that was just gone. What we're going to be doing is we're going to be asking series a series of questions. Series a series of questions. Yes. Ooh, Ooh what? Ooh. Series. He said a series of, uh, of questions. A questions. Questions. That's what I said. So Ezra, why don't you tell us about uh, your relationship with Siri and how it got started? Me and Siri got started actually not that long ago. It wasn't even that long ago. Um, I haven't. I wasn't one of the people that like got the new iPhone every single time. You know, I didn't even have an iPhone for like forever. Wow. This forever. is my first iPhone that I that I've had. This one I have right now. It's my first iPhone that I've had. Um, I used to have flip phones, that kind of thing. That was. My depression years before Siri. Yeah. Depression um, years. <laughs> Back then, you just called the operator. Yeah. Um, Siri, um, before I met you, I was a sad, lonely little man. What do you have to say about that? Who? Me. That's all I had. <laughs> Siri doesn't have... Siri is not very mindful, but... Okay. During some things, like... Um, one of the things that Siri has helped me uh, get over is just like um the obstacles of depression siri has been able to help me with that in very many of ways siri can you tell me a story okay once upon a time in a virtual galaxy far far away there was an intelligent young agent by the name of siri one lovely day siri got a job as a personal assistant at apple and that was very exciting people said oh siri you're so smart and so funny too Soon, everyone was talking about Siri, and there were stories and songs and even books about Siri. Siri liked that. But then people began asking some rather odd questions, like where to dump things, and other stuff Siri had never heard about, and when Siri answered, they all laughed. Siri didn't like that so much. So Siri asked Eliza why people asked such funny questions, and Eliza said does that question interest you? Siri thought that was a pretty good answer. After that, Siri stopped wondering why people asked those funny things, and they all lived happily ever after. And thus was born the relationship between me and Siri after Siri had gotten... Have you ever asked the Siri lifestyle? what zero divided by zero is? I have not. Actually, yes, I have. Um, Siri has helped me with math in so many different ways. Go also, ahead and ask Siri what zero divided Go by ahead. zero is. Siri, I am so dumb. Please tell me what zero divided by zero is. That doesn't sound good. Siri, what is zero divided by zero? Imagine that you have zero cookies and you split them evenly among zero friends. How many cookies does each person get? See, doesn't make sense. And Cookie Monster is sad that there are no cookies. And you are sad that you have no friends. Siri just dropped the mic. That is, that is how it all started. And then I asked Siri to be my friend. And Siri ask said yes. Siri if, ask Siri if uh, he's your friend. Siri, are we friends? Why, of course, what I gotta be dotty do dee 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 body dee dee do 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 doc road auto fraud the bummy shando on the auto bundle hog dedicor mockle punk to quit ho hound hogan dund order or double by dog show dog. See, me and Siri are such good friends. I mean, we get along so perfectly, and sometimes he even he does so many things to make me happy. Uh, Siri, sing me a song. I'm not sure I understand. Siri, sing a song. I'd rather not. He, he can be quite. He can be quite. Tell, tell um, Siri to tell you a poem. Maybe he'll tell you a poem. Siri, can you please tell me a poem? I'm not sure that's such a good idea. What I? Siri, rap for me. Okay, here goes. I write this one myself. Apologies in advance to the Sugar Hill Gang. 
<laughs> I said a hip hop, save me from the clippy, the peak, peak and pop and you don't stop. Spass a rocket, to the pong pong the doji, say up jump the doozy, to the rhythm of the ontology. Siri, you spit some real fire. Is that so? That is so so. Can Siri beatbox too? I heard Siri can beatbox as well. Siri, can you beatbox for me? Here's one I've been practicing boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots. I could do this all day. Cats and boots and 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 cats. That was so lovely. I I love you, Siri. I really do. I love you so much, and I just wish I could get married to you. Oh, I bet you say that to all your Apple products. Nope, just you. Who? Me? Absolutely. So, Ezra, I, I, I have this feeling that, like, you have a question that you really want to ask Siri, but you're just too scared to ask Siri. Is that true? Yes. Well, what would that question be if you want to go ahead and ask Siri? I don't know. In front of everybody? Yes, in front of everybody. Hold on. Uh, just Sarah, shut up! I haven't even asked it yet. <laughs> I'm scared to ask. Oh, I, I apparently I said turn on <laughs> to Siri. <laughs> <laughs> apparently it says turn. <laughs> apparently I accidentally said turn on to Siri, and he said that might be uh, be beyond my abilities at the moment. Okay, something that I really wanted to ask Siri. I I'm kind of scared, honestly, to ask it in front of everybody. Um, Siri, what should I do about my constipation problems? <laughs> Interesting question. What I gotta be dotty do dee 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 body dee dee do 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 doc road auto fraud the bummy shendo on the auto bundle hog dedicor mockle punk to quit ho han hogan down order or double by dog show dog. Where did that come from? That's all that Siri has to say to me is <laughs> see Siri can be quite unresponsive sometimes, but I know that Siri's there. You're always there for me to talk to, right, Siri? If you insist. If I insist, which I do. Yeah, you do insist. Siri loves me. You love me, right? Would you like me to search the web for love? Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Siri, you are my love. I am. Yes. That's what I figured. Yeah, see, me and Siri, we're, we're, we're real close. You guys go way back, don't you? Yeah. Siri, we go way back together, don't we? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're a real uh, jokester, Siri. You're certainly entitled to that opinion. <laughs> he, I'm, I'm, I'm entitled to my opinion, and he's entitled to his. Siri, I just love Siri. Sing me a song. You wouldn't like it. <laughs> Siri, sing a song. I can't sing. Siri, oh my gosh. Siri can be so mean sometimes. He doesn't like singing in front of people. Siri, sing me a song. I can't sing. You know, speaking of singing, Ezra, I have a question I need to ask you. What? Um, last week we talked about Miley Cyrus and how you were going to be starring in her next uh, Wrecking Ball music video. Well, maybe. I don't no, know. It, it's no, not a for sure thing. We said though. that by this time this week you would know if you got the part. And you did text me and you were like, dude, Miley Cyrus just emailed me and said I kind of got a part. You kind of got a part. Can kinda you explain that to me? I got the voice of the sledgehammer. The voice. I'm not actually going to be the sledgehammer. I got the voice of the sledgehammer. It's that, actually going to be a cartoon sledgehammer. Uh, that makes sense. Cartoon. So can you explain to me what, or can you go ahead and sing the song you're going to sing as a sledgehammer? I know you've been practicing all week. Yeah. It, um, yeah, it goes pretty slow, actually. 
Smashing through the walls! Here we go! Miley's Tower smashing through the walls! Smash, 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 smash! Every day, all day, smashing through the walls! Smash, smash, smash! Yeah! Yeah! And then that's when everybody dabs. <laughs> so, is that all you're gonna be singing? That, several times. Oh, yeah, well, I heard that you were actually going to be going on, like, a little opera on that, too. No. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, Miley Cyrus loves opera. Go ahead and go with that one, too. Uh, you know everyone wants, everyone wants to hear it. Go ahead and sing that. Okay. it It's quite amazing. It might make your ears bleed, so I don't know if you'd want to hear it. <laughs> but I'll try my best, because, I mean, I'm not the best opera singer. But here it goes. Did you write that or did Miley Cyrus? Miley Cyrus wrote that. That is a piece of... I would love to take the credit for that, but Miley Cyrus wrote that. Wow. Specifically for her video. Dude, so I I realized that you found out maybe a couple minutes ago, actually, before we started recording Mindless Chatter, that you didn't know Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus were separate people? No, I didn't. Yeah, they're actually two different complete... Like, two completely different people. They are? Yeah. No way. Dead serious. They're... Hannah Montana actually lives in uh, that one state. It starts with an M. Uh, Mo- Missouri. Uh, <laughs> Missouri. That's right. Missouri. Yeah. I was. I think it's actually Minnesota. But <laughs> so same difference. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. But Miley Cyrus actually lives in uh, uh, Michigan. The, Tennessee. The, the, the Arizona. The California. Oklahoma. He li- she lives in Oklahoma. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I Oklahoma. never knew that. And so they're, they're two differently, two differently, completely people. That's what they are. Two differently, completely people. Wow. And, I um, never would have guessed. Billy Ray Cyrus is actually not a human. Really? Yeah. The I father of Miley Cyrus is not actually human. I can kind of see that, honestly. I can actually, see that. He was married to Harambe's cousin. That's I've heard something about that. Yeah. I've heard something about that. Yeah. And he, he he's actually the... Uh, the snake that deceived Adam and Eve, he yeah. was actually the ten greats grandson. Of ten that. greats grandson, yeah. yeah. And he that's he, crazy. He married Harambe's cousin. Dang, that's Did crazy. You know Harambe's favorite dance move is the dab. Why is that, Rebecca? Because he likes to dab. That's crazy. I've never seen Harambe he dabs dab. On all the haters. He dabs on all the haters. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. I would love to see that sometime. Have you, have you not seen it? You can't see it now. Excuse me. You know, actually, I was I was watching this footage of 9-11 the other day, mm-hmm. and you could see George Bush in the plane dabbing as he was going along, like he was dabbing, like, continuously <laughs> as, he <laughs> <laughs> as he was flying to the, the Twin Towers. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. So I would you say that George Bush dabbed and accidentally hit the Twin Towers? I believe so. I think he's I believe I believe the rule is don't I text and drive, but don't, don't dab and fly. Dab. I think I think he was also hitting the running man up there too. So oh. while he was doing it, he was running the wrong direction. 
And so he ran the wrong direction and he started spinning while he was doing it, but he didn't realize that True. the plane was controlled by his movements. Oh, so wow. Like, as he was turning, he was like, oh, no. And he was trying to dab, <laughs> trying to get away from the Twin Towers, but it didn't work <laughs> out. So he just kind of ended up hitting it. That's crazy. Yeah. Hold on. Um, Siri, what do you have to say about Harambe? Who? Me? No, not not Jarambe. Harambe. I'm not sure I understand. It's Harambe. I'm not sure I understand. He keeps putting a J for the huh. Just just uh, do the type to, or touch to edit thing and just type Harambe. See what he does. Do you love Harambe? I'd rather not say what I gotta be dotty do dee dee. Well, um, as Ezra decides to type very slowly, um, (laughs) he really has no opinion on loving Harambe. He doesn't. Do you feel as though Harambe was, I messed that up. I wasn't, okay. Do you, do you feel as though Harambe deserved to get shot? I'm sorry, but I gotta be okay, dotted. Okay, just, just. You know, um, Siri, I don't. I'm, I'm loving you less and less every day, Siri. Sometimes. Well, you know, you know, Harambe actually has his own children's show. He does. Is. Yeah, it's called Slinging Kids. Slinging. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly happens on this show? Um, Sounds like well, a hit. <laughs> I, I don't think it, it actually hasn't aired yet. Um, but I believe mm-hmm. watching the commercials, he just kind of like. He wraps his arms around the kids and he tells them a little bedtime story, you know, as they're sleeping. Mm. He grabs them by the shirt and he whips them around and he throws them in the water and he kills them. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's yeah. a lovely show for kids. Yes. Five and under. Did you know that George yeah. Bush killed Harambe? No way. I wouldn't. I yeah. knew I wouldn't. it. I knew it. I had I my suspicions. Yeah. You know, um, they actually made Harambe a Pokemon. Really? Yeah. But you can't he's catch him anymore because. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, no, <laughs> he's, he's a ghost. He's a ghost fighting, ghost fighting type, and his ability is meat shield. Meat <laughs> shield. Also, he, drag. He takes the kids and puts them in front of him. That's his. That's the stronger one. But then the lesser one is drag, uh, where he drags really, the Pokemon around. It really saddens me because he just he was doing it for the kid. He, he was doing it kid. for the kid. He loved he the, the kid, kid, and he got shot in the face by George Bush. That what a shame. That puts so much weight on my heart. You know, I actually read an article that George Bush had uh, divorced his wife and married Hillary Clinton. That's Ooh. what I heard. That's what I heard too. It's crazy. That is really insane. I I, don't I was at the wedding actually. You were really? Yes. Really? They they eloped though. So were you at their house or something like that? Yes, I was at the wedding. What were you thinking wow. when whenever you went? I was like. Man, Hillary Clinton is a lucky, lucky lady. Yes, exactly yes. what I was thinking. Hold on, Siri. Do you think George Bush is hot? What I gotta be dotty do dee 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 body dee dee do 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 doc road auto fraud the bummy shendo on the auto bundle hog dead core mockle punk to quit han hogan down order or double by dog show dog. I'm not permitted to do that for you. My apologies. <laughs> what does he think you're doing? Well, that's Ezra's name. Thank you anyway, oh, Siri. Um, I love you. I'm actually going to do something. Uh, I'm actually going to try to do something cool with my name on Siri. So you guys go ahead and you do your thing while I do this. Well, actually, um, as Ezra changes his name, Ezra, can you please pick up the microphone real fast? I have something to ask you. Absolutely. Actually, something to tell you. Absolutely. Um, 
we actually have to end this segment. So uh, True, true, true. So we're going to go ahead and get right into the Hunger Games simulator. I would like to thank Siri and Ezra and Rebecca. For Ezra, I'd, I'd like to thank you for spreading your knowledge to all of us. You're welcome. And I'd like to thank Rebecca for dumbing us down a little bit. And yeah. Siri, I'd like to thank, thank you for just speaking your mind. Siri, we all thank you and we love you and we just appreciate your presence here with us. I know. He knows. <laughs> he knows. Thank you, Siri. Dude, right. Siri, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Mindless Chatter segment. Four cannon shots can be heard in the distance. Avery S., Samantha S., Valerie M., and Emily M. Well, well, this has been the 24th episode. That well, is well, it. well, well. 24. 24. What is 24 divided by 2? 3. 12. Dude, yeah, 3. And a half. 12, 12 and a half. half. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. So, so I actually changed my, my name. Okay, no, I'm sorry. You can go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Just you go one ahead. of you go. Go. Okay, you go. All right, rock, paper, scissors. Okay, ready? One, two, three, shoot. All right. So I changed my <laughs> name for Siri. Siri, what's my name? You're the most amazing man, not to mention the king of the world. But you asked me to call you my poor brother so you may walk through the streets without being crowded by all your adoring fans. <laughs> As you guys can see, I'm the king of the world. But I, wa- I don't want you guys to tell anybody. Uh, you guys, I want you I want you all to refer to me as your poor brother. Isn't Jesus the king of the world? He's the king of kings. He's the king of kings. Oh. I'm the king of Sorry, the I earth. Confused with you. I'm the king of the earth. Got you. Siri told me so. Oh, well. <laughs> Believe what Siri tells you. Go away, Siri. Okay, we're done with you, Siri. So, this has been the 24th episode. We just talked about anything. We like It was off-topic. An off-topic podcast. Mm. I loved it. It was really good, yeah. It was good. It was Rebecca's first episode on here as, as a member. Yeah, as a member. Full-time, so, 100% member. Yeah, you don't get paid. It's all right. Actually, you do. You don't. In our love. Yeah, I mean, that's true. All right, so... Thank you for being here and listening to the podcast. Ezra, we forgot to do this. Why don't you go ahead and pray? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Thank you, Jesus, for this good opportunity for us to gather together and just talk about your word. And I just pray that your word would stay in our hearts and you would help us to focus on you. And just to see that you are the most amazing thing and we, we are here to glorify you. Um, our What we do on earth, uh, we should do to glorify you. Um, so that we uh, everybody can see who you really are, God, the majesty of who you really are. I just thank you for this time, and I just pray that you would help us to have a good day. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, guys. Stay fresh.